Hi, how are you doing? Is this Mike? Yep. Awesome. So, I see that the band has a documentary coming out this Friday at uh, the Toronto Film Festival um, called Rock and Roll Machine. It was, I guess it was originally called Laid on the Line. Um, how did the band go about that? Like, whose idea was it to do this documentary? It wasn't. It came from the outside. It came from... Uh, uh, so forward looking uh, forward to seeing it this Friday um so yeah um so wow how many albums did the band um end up recording during their career during your career that's a good question is it, is it? Uh, it depends there's studio albums there's studios the lives the the uh, if you count all those there's probably 16 Wow. That's crazy. Say I'm saying with me, I'm bad with numbers, so no worries. <laughs> you can find it somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. The internet nowadays you can find anything. Um so yeah, so the band what year did the band split up? So how many, do you know how many years you, you were together then at that time when you broke up or? Okay. And there was nothing happening with the band that pretty much everybody went their separate ways. Rick uh, did some solar stuff, I believe. And then I guess in 2008, the band got back together to do the Sweden Rock Festival. Um, in between there, we did an album called Edge of Success with Phil X. Guitar? Yeah, he plays with bon, bon Jovi now. That's correct. Right. So what was that like uh, performing after all those years? And then uh, did you actually t with uh, with Rick X? Did you actually tour with uh, with him or? Well, it was, we we did the Sweet Rock Festival, and then we did uh, uh, a show called Rocklahoma. Okay. It's a big festival in Oklahoma, I guess. But yeah, we had one there. Then we were planning a tour, and then the big recession hit. And uh, everybody said, you know what, it's probably not really a good idea to go on tour. <laughs> so it didn't, and we haven't. So. <laughs> nice. So, is there any plans for the, the band to like do any um, new music at all, or are you guys pretty much um, finished at this point? You know, we, we see a lot of each other, whatever we do, so it's always one of the questions is, hey, we've got a good tune, because, uh, you know, if we find a good tune to record, we'll, we'll go to the studio and do it, even if it's just for fun. Has the, the band ever done any cover um, cover songs at all? Uh, Rocky Mountain Way. Okay, who, who, was, uh, who, sang, who was the band that sang that? I, I remember that song. But... It was the James Gang. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 
so yeah, I have some um, a few um, stuff I want to talk about. Some stories. Um, I heard back in the early uh, 1970s or or late 70s. Uh, ACDC opened for you guys. Is that um, do you know when that was or? Uh, I think 1979 at Keel Auditorium in St. Louis. Oh, awesome. So I, I heard there's a little story that something happened between uh, Bon Scott there and um, Rick Emmett. Do you know what, what happened there? Uh, it's just weird. His Bon was really drunk. Uh, he came, his foot was breathing profusely. He came in our dresser to say hello. And then decided he was going to attack Rick over something Rick said 10 years before or something like that. It was just stupid. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it's a good story, though. I mean, yeah, rest in peace, God bless yeah, it's too bad what happened to him there. Um, yeah, so, um, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Triumph album, or are you pretty much happy with all of them? Or? It's all been my favorite at various times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the last album that you recorded, and when it's released, it's your favorite. But then you go back, I don't know, I like uh, our first, uh, second album, it's just because they were well on. Uh, and shows where we were at back then. Yeah, I, I, I so love so love the band listening to you guys back in the 80s, it was, it was amazing putting it on the, coming on the radio and stuff. Yeah, just the game, and I like Forces, I like, I like them all, you know, really, so it's, yeah. I can't really pick, pick a favorite, per se. Right. So how many times did you guys play the Maple Leaf Gardens when you... Um, Good question. Uh, one, two, three, four, at least four, maybe five. Four, five did you guys headline the whole times, or was there uh, yeah. actually... Uh, no, we never, we never opened for anybody. We were always a headliner. Oh, awesome. I never... That's something yeah. I never knew. <laughs> cool. So, is there any band that you ever wished that you had played for that you didn't get a chance, opportunity to play with, or? Uh, sure, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> did you actually? Like, did you ever meet Led Zeppelin, or? Um... I met Jimmy Page in uh, Chicago, actually, a radio station. Oh, nice. Uh, I was waiting outside for an interview, to an interview, and he was just finishing up, and he came out. The guys were with the promotion guys were already coming they uh, introduced us. Uh, we had a nice little chat. So it was, it was cool. It was just a normal guy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm based in uh, Toronto, so I know a lot about the the band and, uh, you know, stuff going up. Then uh, the band played in, I guess, in 84. They played at the old uh, CNE Exhibition Stadium. Do you, I guess you remember that concert? They had the, the Scorpions, uh, Quiet Riot, Helix was there. You don't remember that one? Yeah, a friend of mine said that the, um, that you guys see the old C&E State. Do you never play there at all then? Yeah, we played twice. But it was with, uh, geez, uh, once it was with Teenage Head. Yeah. Uh, opening and the other time it was, uh, Ducette, a band called Ducette, Jerry Ducette. Okay, I'll have to tell my friend that that wasn't the, the concert that he's seen. <laughs> I believe he did. That's quite possible. Going back in '84, there would have been a lot of that stuff going around. So, <laughs> still today, probably. So, um, I heard that back. Uh, I'm not sure what year it was. You got a call 
to invitation to join the damn Yankees. Uh, how did that? How did that happen? Uh, I was uh, the A and R guy from uh, from Geffen Records, who was a good friend of mine. We had met on numerous occasions in Los Angeles, in Toronto, even. but we were good 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 buddies. So he gave me a call and asked if I'd be interested in doing it. And, uh, excuse me, uh, Tommy Shaw. Uh, they were looking for the bass player. I can't remember who, who was, who ended up being the drummer in that band. I can't remember now. But, uh, uh, so I didn't really want to do it. There was, uh, 91 or 2 or 90. I can't remember exactly. Somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Just Google Zambia yeah, because I think they already made one out. Uh, but I said, you know, you should get John. And his name's John Collider. He's an air guy. Mm-hmm. He was a super superstar on his own. Um, I said you should get Jack Blades from an Right. I said he'd be super because he can sing when I can't. He's a great player. Said, yeah, he's, he's your boy. He goes, you're right. Let me check him out next. Uh, <laughs> Jack ended up with the gig. That's awesome. <sighs> yeah, every once in a while I'm driving around, uh, listening to Q107 and uh, Magic Power comes on the radio. Uh, um, it's um who who did most of the writing for the band? Was it Rick that did most of the? Yeah, Rick did a lot. You know, I would say most. But, uh, you know, Gil and Rick wrote a lot together. And uh, you know, when they, they had, you know, I was the fine tutor. I'd go, okay, this is really cool. Uh, but I think we need to work on it here, and then we'd all you know, go to work on this together. So in 2019, the band got back together. You guys um, did a surprise. Was it? I don't know if it was a surprise um, gig, but you played three songs at the Metalworks Studio. Um, yeah, that, that, that was for the film. Was that for the documentary? Yeah, that's Banger Films uh, put all that together. There was like a couple of hundred fans from all over the world that came in. Got lucky enough to get an invite. And uh, it was like they had made a day of it. They got the banger on the studio. They put together the banger guys put together like a museum of memorabilia, uh, one of the warehouses we have. So it was a really cool event, but there was never a promise the band was going to play. Right. But we were just going to hang around and meet everybody and get the picture taken and during a Q and A. So they got a big surprise. We just. Uh, a curtain dropped and we started to play and they were all, they were watching a bit of the film actually on the screen. Oh yeah? All sitting down and then the, the screen dropped and there we were playing. Just boom. Wow. Yeah, I think I had an invitation for, for to go to see that, but for some reason I didn't end up at that day. But yeah, that would have been something to see you guys perform there. Speaking of that... Pardon me? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Speaking of that, I think in 2019, um, the band uh, got inducted to the Mississauga Legion's Row, and um, I actually happened to be there. Me and my son, we um, there was a draw to win a guitar sign by the band, and we actually they actually picked us for them to be the winner, and we end up going up on stage with the with you with the with the band. I don't know if you remember that or not, but. Yeah, that was no, us. I, I wouldn't remember you in particular. No, not even. I remember, I remember that, uh, you know, there's a guitar thing and, uh, and uh, someone coming up on stage together. So that was you. Good for you. That was me and my son, yep. That's pretty crazy. For some reason, it seems like me and the 
me and the band, we, we end up connecting one way or another through the years. Crazy. So you played the US Festival in um, California back in, what was it, 1983, was it? or yeah. What was that like? That was like a half a million crazy fans there. Heavy Metal Sunday. Yeah. Uh, something to pull that off nowadays it would be um really difficult to do and there was another one wasn't there the um u.s rock festival uh, wasn't that yeah that was in uh michigan yeah uh, yeah i actually uh, i actually watched the documentary there not too long they put one out that showed all the bands and uh behind yeah, the scenes there was, and there was a documentary on that yeah oh. you should you should check it out it's online just just uh you, google the link to chip for me yeah i can yeah for sure yeah that'd be great yeah it, it, it's a documentary they actually it took a couple years the guy the guy who did it kept on contacting me wanted me to put it on my social media account so i i end up um putting it on there yeah it shows a lot of uh, a lot about the a lot about the bands monte crew um i'm not sure i think maybe the scorpions might have been there that day if i'm not right i think rat was there Yeah, I think Riot was there for some reason. It was pretty, yeah, it's pretty. Quiet Riot was Quiet there. Quiet Riot was there, yeah. 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 They were, it was funny, they were, uh, the dresser rooms were kind of weird. They're all open air, basically. Yeah. So, so we, we had a big one and everybody got smaller ones, but kind of next door to Crew and, uh, and Riot. Right. And those, those guys started a big fight between each other over something. So it was just hilarious to watch them go at it. <laughs> you're, you're standing back watching them, eh? That's how the way it always is in rock. <laughs> enemies one day, friends the next, and then back to being enemies. So, so yeah. So did the band put out a box set? Uh, fifty years? Was it forty? How long has the band been? Forty years or fifty years? I hope it's only forty. Forty, and you. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that just came out. It came out in, uh, for record store day in June, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, one of the people that do the record store day thing or uh, she um she told me about that yeah so that was pretty neat did you have any uh, new stuff or old old demos or anything that went, went into that or i'm trying to you know there was a live show for cleveland that we did it was like a, like a double vinyl album that was in the box uh there was a bunch of old photos and stuff like that and the very first single we put out uh, unreleased live version of Magic Power from Show in Ottawa. Uh, a picture disc on the original Ally Forces album. Wow. Uh, there's a great uh, kind of song, by song essay that uh, a guy wrote that uh, interviewed us, each of us, about our thoughts on each song. 
there's the 40-page book, booklet. It's amazing. You know, it's like full of stuff. It's, it was really a, a cool box. It was great value. I'm not sold out like immediately. So. Oh, really? <laughs> that would have been nice to get a copy of that for sure. And I hear that there might be some rumors about the band um, having a tribute album coming out soon. Is that is that true, or is that in the yeah, works? There's, or? A, there's a tribute album being made in Los Angeles that uh, Mike Clank, who did Guns N' Roses, and White Snake, and Crew, and as a producer, right. producing the third, putting it together. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's got delayed by COVID, and uh, like everything was delayed. But uh, he's still working on it. So uh, hopefully comes out uh, first quarter of next year. Well, that'd be awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to that, especially if you get some of the the real cool bands doing some of the covers. That'd be wicked. So. Uh, there's some really great players on it. Everything's you know, not, it's not just they're doing it the same way the record wants. They're doing their own thing with their kind of so it's going to be really neat. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, I am... Um, I have a thing about you. Uh, you were a participant on the um, game show Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> how, the, how the hell did you get that? Um, end up being on that show. Well, my son. It was a dare for my son. Uh, it was one of the things on the on the road that, um, uh, like, we always had a little, you know, a little space of downtime after sound check and radio interviews and blah blah blah. Back to the hotel. Usually between seven eight o'clock was just chill out, the chill hour I called it. Right. So I watched Wheel, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, <laughs> and uh, that became like a religion. So when I was at home, it was still a religion. Right. So I kept your mind, kept your mind sharp, and my son would say, "Man, you're really good at this game. You should go on the show." I said, "Oh, you can't do that. It's impossible. Blah blah blah. It's in L.A." And he goes, "You always told me if you put your mind to something, you could do it." I went, yeah, I did. <laughs> so I put my mind to it and flew out from some friends. I ended up on the show, but I had to earn my way on like everybody else. And I just got it. I had a little help getting to the audition. Right. But uh, from there on, it was strictly, you know, how I was. Period. Awesome. That's, that's crazy that you did that show. I, I, I liked the prices right a lot when I was growing up. So Wheel of Fortune 2, Jeopardy, all those. Fantastic shows there. So yeah, um, so I guess uh, pretty much we'll close this interview. Um, thank you for coming on the This Day in Metal podcast today. I'm looking forward to um, coming to the documentary on Friday and learn. Hopefully, I'll learn a little bit more about the band and, and um, you know, you guys got inducted to the Canadian um, Music Hall of Fame too, didn't you? Or, Take care and thank you for doing the interview. And hopefully, I'm not sure if you're coming to the documentary on Friday, but if you're, I'll happen to see you there and, and I'll stop by and say hi. Okay, cool. All right, Barb, you be good. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, bye bye.